Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalat, wassalamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi, wa sahbihi, wa mawala, wa ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts. This is the 21st episode. I'm still your host, Malina Irshad Siddiq. And this program focuses on the reflection of the Qur'an, or about the Qur'an. Each Jews, one at a time, in general, and then one or two verses specifically about that Jews. We are now in the 21st Jews. That also means we are in the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan. And we know that كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يجتهد في رمضان ما لا يجتهد في غيره وفي العشر الأواخر منها ما لا يجتهد في غيره أو كما قال We know that the Prophet والسلام, strove hard in the month of Ramadan in a way that he would strive in no other time of the year. And we also know that he strove in the last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan more than in any other time of the month. We know that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would spend this time in i'tikaf. We know that he would keep the nights alive with ibadah. We know that he instructed us to search for Laylatul Qadr on the odd nights of the last 10 nights. And we also know that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would refrain from having any intimate relations with his wives and he would in fact wake up his family for ibadah. So now let's look at the 21st Jews. It begins at verse 46 of Surah Al-Ankabut. It contains all of Surah Rum, Surah Luqman, and Surah Sajda, and ends at verse 30 of Surah Al-Ahzab. We progress into the final third of the Quran. The surahs get shorter. The bulk of the surah in this Jews are Makkan surah, focused on the on the test of life, the fact that life is a test, focused also on monotheism or Tawheed, as well as akhlaq or the Islamic character. Surah Al-Ahzab is the only Madanan surah in this particular Jews. And of course, Surah Sajida is one of the oft-recited surah which the Prophet ﷺ recommended that we should recite every night, including Surah Al-Mulk. And he also recited Surah Sajida in the first rak'ah of the Friday Fajr prayer every week. So this was a standard practice of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And of course, it's something that we should inculcate in our own lives. May Allah grant us the tawfiq to do so. Surah Al-Ankabut closes with a powerful reminder about the importance of the inner jihad. As for those who strive for us, we will guide them in our ways, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whosoever strives towards our pathways, we, Allah, will certainly guide them to our ways. We'll come back to this ayah in a bit. God is with the doers of good. We cannot expect guidance to the straight path without struggle along the way. The path to Jannah is paved with trials and tribulations. So if you find yourself going through difficulty of late, or perhaps perpetually, you know, it's almost as though the difficulties are not coming to an end. Just keep in mind that the path to Jannah is filled with trials and tribulations. A theme that runs throughout Surah Al-Rum is the mention of the proofs for the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah calls on us throughout the surah to reflect on a variety of things we take for granted. These range from the universe to marriage, from human origins to the diversity of languages. In everything around us are signs of the existence of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. This surah is also one of the strongest pieces of evidence that Prophet Muhammad was a true messenger. The surah was revealed at a time when the Roman Empire seemed to be on the brink of collapse. The Persians were taking over and it looked 
like the end of the Roman Empire. The opening verse of this surah predicted that within a few years, in fact, the opening verses predicted that within a few years, the Romans would be victorious and that the believers would also be victorious. A few years later, the Romans actually defeated the Persians and took back their lands. That same year, the Muslims were victorious at Badr, subhanAllah. And of course, there was no way that the Prophet wasallam could have known this at the time of the revelation of these ayat. Surah Luqman focuses on the story of Luqman wasallam, who was called Luqman al-Hakim or Luqman the Wise and his advice to his son. Luqman was a wise man who was known to the Arabs. He was the subject of many of the anecdotes. This is also the surah that many ulama traditionally have selected as the first surah that they cover when teaching tafsir. Wallahu a'lam why, but that must just be from the experience and knowledge of the ulama. It's also very similar to the opening of suratul baqarah, the beginning of this surah and suratul baqarah. They have many, many similarities. So, Luqman was a wise man who was known to the Arabs. He was the subject of many of the anecdotes. In the surah, Allah reminds the Arabs that Luqman was also a monotheist. In other words, he only believed in one God. And his advice to his son was the same as the message of Islam. So, of course, if you celebrate Luqman, you should celebrate Islam as well. The passage containing Luqman's advice to his son should be studied by every single parent as a great example of what we must focus on when teaching our children Islam. Luqman taught his son monotheism to believe in only one Allah, humility, prayer, patience, and moderation. All of these are extremely important lessons that parents should be teaching to their children. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we endowed Luqman with wisdom. Give thanks to God. Whoever is appreciative is appreciative for the benefit of his own soul. And whoever is unappreciative, God is sufficient and praiseworthy. When Luqman said to his son as he advised him, O oh my son, do not associate anything with God, for idolatry is a terrible wrong. We have entrusted the human being with the care of his parents. His mother carried him through hardship upon hardship, weaning him in two years. So, give thanks to me, Allah, and your parents. To me, Allah is the destination. But if they strive to have you associate with me something of which you have no knowledge, in other words, if they instruct you to make shirk with me, do not obey them, but keep them company in this life in kindness and follow the path of him who turns to me, Allah. Then to me is your return, and I will inform you of what you used to do. O oh my son, even if it were the weight of a mustard seed in a rock, or the heavens, or on earth, God will bring it to light. God is kind and expert. O oh my son, observe the prayer, advocate righteousness, forbid evil, and be patient over what has befallen you. These are the most honorable traits. And do not treat people with arrogance, nor walk proudly on earth. God does not love the arrogant show-offs. And moderate your stride and lower your voice. The most repulsive of voices is the donkey's voice. Subhanallah. These verses, these chapters in Surah Al-Luqman contain 
amazing wisdoms for us to reflect on and for us to elaborate on with our families. It would be an excellent practice to get our family together, read through these verses, and just reflect on what we understand from them as lessons that we should implement in our own lives and in our lives as a family. Surah Sajida is another strong reminder about the oneness of Allah and the signs of Allah that exist all around us. Throughout this surah, Allah reminds us about all of the powerful proofs of His existence and calls on us to obey and worship Him. The surah also includes another reminder that the believers will be tested and that those who reject the truth will cause them a lot of pain. It ends with a reminder that the ultimate victory is on the last day and that victory is for the believers alone. And they say, says Allah, when is this victory if you are truthful? Say, on the day of victory, the faith of those who disbelieved will be of no avail to them, and they will not be granted respite. So turn away from them and wait. They too are waiting. After three short and powerful Makkan surah, the next surah is a slightly longer Madanan surah, Surah Al-Ahzab. Surah Al-Ahzab was revealed after the Battle of Ahzab or the Confederates, also known as the Battle of Khandaq or the Trench, and reflects on lessons from this battle. A primary focus of this surah is the importance of obeying the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There are several passages throughout the surah about the greatness of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the importance of obeying him, and also very importantly, the importance of never hurting him, Now we go back to that amazing verse that we looked at in Surah Al-Ankabut. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the end of Surah Al-Ankabut, that's verse number 69. And indeed those who strive towards us, we will certainly guide them to our paths. Inna Allah, indeed God, al-muhsinin. Indeed God is certainly with those who do good. The lesson that we take from this ayah, among the many lessons contained therein, is that we should strive, we should do our utmost towards attaining Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes striving can mean putting down what we are doing and proceeding for salah. Sometimes striving can mean giving a bit extra in charity even when we're feeling a bit of a pinch. Sometimes striving can mean sacrificing some of our sleep just to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The point is not how much we are striving, but the point is that we do. And when we make an effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes things easy for us and will guide us to Him and to His pathways as He says in this beautiful ayah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of the good doers. The good doers are the muhsineen, and Allah says in this ayah that He is with those who do good. So we also learn that in order for us to be good and to have God in our lives, have Allah in our lives, we don't just have to have good intentions, we also have to have good actions that encompass and envelop and accompany those intentions. And in that way, we can live a godly life or a divinely inspired life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that to us. And now we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in dua and we pray that Allah grant us in these last 10 nights of Ramadan the acceptance, the salvation from the fires of Jahannam, the mercy and the forgiveness that this month entails.
يا أول الأولين ويا آخر الآخرين يا ذا القوة المتين يا من قال لعباده إني قريب يا ربي يا الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وفي الآخرين وفي كل وقت وحين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت تواب الرحيم Oh Allah, in this final stage of the month of Ramadan, in which there is a night more powerful than a thousand months, O oh Allah, in this stage in which many reports claim to contain the salvation from the fires of Jahannam, Ya Allah, in these special nights in which the Prophet Muhammad wasallam strove harder than in any other time of the year, in any other nights of the year, Ya Rab, in this special time, these humble, sinning and fasting servants raise their hands to you. Ya Rab, we turn to you in this last stages of the month of Ramadan. We beg of you, Ya Rab Al-Alameen. O oh Allah, answer our prayers, answer our du'as. Ya Allah, you are the one who mentions in your Qur'an, in your book, that you are the one who responds to the call of the caller whenever they call upon you. We are calling upon you, Ya Allah, desperate for your mercy, desperate for your forgiveness, desperate for your love, desperate for sunnah, desperate to strive hard in your path. Ya Allah, we are desperate for Jannah. Ya Allah, we are desperate to be saved from the fires of Jahannam. Ya Allah, hear our secret calls. Hear our silent tears. Hear our quiet pain. Ya Allah, this ummah is in need of your mercy. Ya Allah, we are all in desperate need of your mercy. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Arhamna. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Arhamna. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Arhamna. Allahumma stajib du'aana. Allahumma ajirna minan nar. Allah, save us from the fires of Jahannam. Allahumma ajirna minan nar. Allahumma ajirna minan nar. Allahumma ajirna minan nar. اللهم أجيرنا من النار 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 وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين يا الله ويمجد عفا وبيلنس those of them who had passed away from this world يا رحم الرحمين grant them Jannah Ya Allah, grant them Jannah. Ya Allah, grant them Jannah. Forgive them and have mercy on them as they had mercy on us when we were small. Ya Rahman. Ya Allah, those of us who have parents and they are still alive. Ya Rabb, allow us to earn Jannah through them because they are alive while we are still alive in this world. Ya Allah, grant us the ability to make the ikram, to be good children to them. Ya Arham Rahimin. Ya Allah, protect the youth of this ummah, the children of this ummah. Guide us to your paths, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we need your guidance, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Take us out of the darkness and put us into the light, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this ummah needs you. Ya Allah, this ummah is in tears before you. Ya Allah, we have our hands raised up to you. Ya Allah, we have our hearts open to you. Ya Allah, grant us to be from among those who are saved in this month of Ramadan, to be from among those who receive taqwa in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, put iman in our hearts and in our lives. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, place your love in our hearts and in our lives. Grant us your love. Grant us the love of those who love you. Grant us the love of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Grant us the love of Islam. Grant us the love of Quran. Ya Arhamar Rahimin Arhamna. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.